there's no fit with their personality or the company, so the red flags start going off. Maybe there's no enthusiasm with the person that they've hired. Maybe they're not coachable. Welcome to the Michael Cheney Podcast. I'm the owner of GrowFast.biz. I've grown from zero to several million dollars in personal net worth with my internet businesses, and I'm on a mission to give away everything I know for free. I'm doing this because I want to leave a legacy, I want to make a difference in the world, and if you ever need help implementing it, you might want to reach out to us. What I've learned over the 20 plus years that I've been building a team and helping people thrive in my business. And there's no particular order to these, but the first one I want to hit you with is recognition. I will be short in some of these, otherwise I'll spend most of the time here just you know, trying to write. Recognition. People actually do more for recognition than they will for money to a certain degree. You're not going to get somebody to be able to work for you for nothing forever with just recognition alone. But if you just pay people and you don't give them any recognition, recognition, even if you keep increasing their pay, eventually they'll just get hacked off and leave. I've had a member of staff come to me and within their first day of joining, after their first work day with my business, they said, you have said thank you to me more times in day one than I got thank yous in two years of my previous job. And that person is still with us and still doing a great job. So recognition, all important. Hey, giving people recognition for what they're doing. Of course, you need processes in place, which we'll talk about as well, to do this, okay, which is related to some of the other things we're going to cover. Part of this, a related part of this, is listening, right? actually being available to listen and take ideas on board. Now, I'll be honest, I do struggle with this one quite a bit because people will come on board and they'll get all excited when they first start and they'll say, oh, I've got all these ideas. What you should do, Cheney, is you should build a list. That's what you need to do. Build an email list, start sending emails, with offers. This is like potential employee. And I'm like, yeah, good idea. I'm like, buy my time. So there's a line, right? This goes back to what I said before. If you hire people who fit the culture of your organization, they fit the description of what you're looking for, not talent-wise and not skill-wise, those things are really secondary. To me, the most important things, if we're going to start organizing them, when you're looking for somebody to hire, is a culture fit. We spoke about culture last time, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go and watch the replay. It's in your members area. So the first one is culture fit. Do they fit the personality type? that you're looking for and the sort of the personality of you and the personality of the business. Because even a business has like a personality, right? So do they fit that? If yes, great. You could probably hire them regardless of the rest of it. If no, it doesn't matter about the rest of it. They're going to be a nightmare. So then we go down to enthusiasm. Hey, if you're on Facebook, you'll want to join my fast growing point click profit group. It's a free group where I do deep dives on how to grow your internet business fast. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash point click profit and I'll see you there. Now, back to the show. Now, the culture of my business is all about enthusiasm, is all about speed, offering speed, doing things quickly. So this goes hand in hand. So if people match the culture of my business, then this number two is already taken care of. But your culture may be different, as I discussed last time. You've got to develop your own mission and your own personality for your business. But for ours, these two go hand in hand. Then number three, I would say, is coachability. Can they learn? Have they got a willingness to learn? Are they coming in thinking they know it all? Or are they willing to be taught? 
And then four is just the actual skill level at whatever it is that you're getting them to do, right? Now, most entrepreneurs, when they hire, you get this completely the wrong way around, right? And they hire on skill. There's no fit with their personality or the company. So the red flags start going off. Maybe there's no enthusiasm with the person that they've hired. Maybe they're not coachable. They are know it all and they come in and try and change the business. And even though they may be the best skilled person, the most skilled person that applied, it ends up just being a nightmare. And I've seen that. The only reason I've come up with this is not guesswork or theory trial and error because I did that, I did that myself. And quite often the most skilled people, unless they also meet these other criteria up here, are actually the worst people for the job because they come in with preconceived notions, they come in with assumptions, and they come in wanting to upset the apple cart. Now, as I said, you've got to be a good listener. You have to be open to ideas, but you don't want that in the beginning when you're trying to train somebody up and coach them on how you operate and what the business does. Down the line, which can be as soon as like a month or so, two months, and fair enough, you can open the doors to, okay, give me some feedback. What do you think? You don't want to get into the business of inviting people in that immediately start gunning people down Elon Musk style, right? So I'll give you an example. We were in the process of hiring a copywriter, right? We've already had a copywriter, but we needed a second copywriter to help us write emails, write sales letters and so on. We went out to various contacts that we've got, communities and so on. And we had a number of people that were on the possibilities, potential candidates. And one guy looked particularly skilled, right? We go back to this list. He definitely had the skill. He was also very enthusiastic. But what I didn't take into account because of my haste in taking this guy on was culture, fit and personality and coachability. Right now, this guy came on and was an absolute nightmare. I ended up having to block the guy on Facebook. It was insane. And this was all in the space of 24 hours. He came on and we said, okay, please write one email, two emails about this program. Okay, it's a trial period that we're putting in you under. Here's your first mission. Write this. What did he do? Did he write it? No. Did he refuse to write it? No. He came back with about 20 questions. What is the main metric of the business rate? Or what are your average open rates? What is assumed metric for click-through deliverability and started firing off all this stuff and we're like, do the job that we've asked you to do. We pandered to him and we're like, okay, maybe he's just trying to find his feet. Some of these are admittedly valid questions. We'll address that. What happened next? 20 more questions. On and on. And he would not do the task that we set him. And we're like, we need the emails. Write the emails. He's not, I need to know this. I want you to know this. I've got questions about where you're heading for the business as a strategy, what your next plan is for the next year. Well, like you've been working with us for two hours and you've not done what we've asked. Days went by and we realized he was not coachable. He did not fit the culture, the, the company or the, the personality type. And we binned him off. Okay. We basically had to get rid of him. And that was that. Now, the reason that we were able to do that is because of my patented hiring process, which is thus. Okay. You work for free, then you're on trial, then you get paid. And this is all based on you performance and then you get paid more right in order to either apply certainly to apply for a job to work with us we ask people to do a free bit of work because it basically shows that they really need the job and they really want the job and they have the skill because we can see that they've done the thing then either this continues into the first day or couple of days of work then they're on trial so they're paid by the hour basic rate no contract you're not on board you're not on payroll anything like that you just literally do an hour's work and we'll give you an hour's money and then if you pass those two then you get on a sort of an initial pay grade for an indeterminate amount of time depends sometimes six months 12 months could be two weeks depending on how the person performs and then they get bumped up to a high pay grade and obviously that just repeats based on uh, performance this guy was 
basically somewhere in between these two when we had to pull the trigger and, and get rid of it. So as I say, this is where it comes to listening. There's a right time to listen and there's a wrong time to listen. When people come in, it's their job to listen. And if they're not willing to listen at that point and take advice, you could be totally wrong. They could know better than you and they could have all the answers to your problems and you could be totally blinking and oblivious. But if they don't do what you've asked them to do in that first initial period, forget it because they're not going to take instructions for you, right? They're, they're not willing to do what you've asked because they're already chucking stuff back at you, right? It doesn't matter. It's a uh, pointless exercise. Hey, Chaniacs, if you're a visual learner and you'd like to get my free teachings on video, then head over to my YouTube channel because seeing things on screen can actually help you retain the information better. So if you want to do that, just go to youtube.com forward slash Michael YouTube.com forward slash Michael Okay, back to the shop. Rachel just asked, how long do you have them for free? I'll explain that it varies from case to case. The free thing is normally do something free in order to apply for the job. We've had people set sites up or write a couple of emails so we can see how good you are. People typically are not able to apply to work with us without some skin in the game first. Right? We don't just take CVs or resumes or whatever you call them and just hire on the basis of that. We want to see some results first. With that copywriter, we were in a bit of a tight squeeze. We did see some results that he'd done for all the people, but not for us, which was an error. And we took him on, but it was on a trial. But So he went, he skipped the free phase and went straight to trial. And we paid him for the hours or whatever, the two hours that, that he bombarded us with questions. We never did get him to write a single line of an email. So the free phase is typically the mission that we set them before they come on board. And that weeds out because really what you're trying to do here, it's like, a, it's not a sales funnel, but it's a recruitment funnel, right? So you get a ton of people who wants to work for Michael Chan. Oh yeah, I want to work for Michael Chan. Okay, well, wait a second, guys. You're going to have to do some work. You're going to have to complete a task in order to apply. Oh, okay. I don't want to do that. Okay, so all right. So now we've got people that are serious. Then we narrow it down further than people that actually do that task. Okay, so now we've got fewer people. So now we've got people that have done the task and now we're looking at the culture fit. We're looking at the personality fit. We're looking at enthusiasm. So again, it narrows down. Okay, this person didn't fit the culture. This person didn't fit the personality. This person didn't have enthusiasm. This person wasn't coachable. So it narrows further. So that really, if you do this correctly, it's not even a choice. You either end up with somebody, one correct hire down here, or you don't. And you have to start the process again and put more people in the top. Because this process, this hiring process, whittles people out. And you're far better to do this for free, where all you're spending is your time, rather than hiring people, training them up, getting them on payroll, paying money, and then finding out that they don't fit these criteria. It's extremely frustrating. So that's what we do. And then by the time they are hired here, that's not it. They're on track trial, usually for a week. Okay. The trial is usually a week. It could be, as I've known it as short as a day, but it could be up to a week. We're just making sure they're not a psychopath, basically. We say to them, it's a two-way thing. And obviously you need to make sure that we're not psychopaths. We know we're not psychopaths, but they don't. But we definitely do not know that they're not a psychopath. So we, we put them on a week just to make sure our gut feel about this person is correct. I've never had that backfire because of the, the filters that we put them through in that earlier stage. Nobody's ever been kicked off apart from that copyright guy, which we didn't put through this free thing because that was our mistake. But anybody that's gone through that free challenge thing and gone through all the other filters and then onto trial ends up working for us for, for years too. And then as I say, trial can last a day to a week and then they're on payroll and then it's a review process like everyone else. You've got to be available to listen. Obviously, you've got to be able to, I've gone over to flat now, so I'm just going to stick with it. You've got to be able to provide them with motivation. As I say, recognition is a great way to do that. There are different ways 
rewarding people. And I say recognition really beats money. There's different, I want to talk to you about a few different ways that we pay people. Bonuses is one way, giving people bonuses on top of their sort of regular pay. I just want to write a few of these down to, so I've got them down here. Sharing results is also another one, not necessarily the actual fruit of the labor as in sharing the cash, but although we do that as well, but sharing results in terms of how things are working, right? So people can actually see an outcome. When I, in my first and last ever only job, at the time when I quit it, I was like, this job is horrible. Several years later, I looked back at my pay stop, my, my pay slip, and I was like, holy crap, I was getting paid a fortune. I didn't realize, but it was so bad because I wasn't getting the recognition. I wasn't getting any feedback about what my input was actually doing and what impact it was having. The money really didn't matter. I could have been paid five times as much. I still would have quit. That's important. So the kind of things that we do is we have weekly one-on-ones with every team member. So every week, each team member has a one-on-one -on -one with a manager. It used to be myself that would do that, but obviously we're growing so much now. I have uh, our manager, Paul Marie, now does most of those one-on-ones. We have a, a sales manager who does the one-on-ones uh, with the sales team. That's very important that people are not set adrift. They're not operating in isolation. Now, when you first take your first hire on, you need to be doing that every day, right? Daily, initially, how's it going? How did you get on with what I set you? Let's review, reach out. And it's a nightmare. It's very labor intensive. But when you nip those problems in the bud early on, it makes your life a lot easier. And that is one of the key lessons to business is you've got to be hard on yourself now so you can be easy on yourself later. If you take the easy route now, you will pay for it a thousand times over in the future, like I did with the copywriter. It was easier just to take him on trial run, put a challenge for him to do, and it bit us in the ass. Hey, if you're on Facebook, you'll want to join my fast growing point click profit group. It's a free group where I do deep dives on how to grow your internet business fast. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash point click profit and I'll see you there. Now back to the show. Okay. It's easier just to let somebody who starts just be on free reign for a week and review in a week and see how they get on. They'll go totally wrong or they'll not do anything or they'll, I don't know, steal the crown jewels or whatever. You've got to put in the work now that's hard that will make your life easier later on. So we do the one-on-ones. We do a weekly staff huddle, which is on a Monday. So we do it. It's in a couple of hours time. I the, uh, the netbook session uh, later on. Uh, we do that every week with all the, not all the team, but most of the team, most of the sort of managers, management level and the key players in the team, we jump on a staff huddle. We also use Slack, which is a communications platform where we can all chat with each other. There are different channels for different areas of business and we share wins. We have a high five channel where anybody can high five anybody else. It's not just on me or the management. Anybody can jump in and say, this person's done a great job. Give them a high five. This this is what we did. And regularly, every week will be one or two or three of those going out on that high fives channel. Such and such did great job, great emails, great campaign, great effort on the marketing, great effort with the customer support or whatever it is. I got a high five the other week, right? So it's not just me that's giving them. Somebody was on with a client and they said, oh, we've, I've dealt with so many gurus over the years. I've never had so much support than from uh, Cheney um, and the team over at Netbox, uh, Super Mike uh, included. And somebody gave us uh, a high five because they received that, right? Received that feedback. What that means is you're getting, the staff are getting that feedback loop, right? They're getting that dopamine and that they feel valuable in a valid way. It's not lip service. It's this is what you did and this is the impact that it had. And it needs to be both positive and negative so that they can see that what they do matters. It's not just about 
them wanting to feel that everything they do has a positive impact. It's just knowing that what they do has an impact at all so that you can show them you did this and this was the result, good, good or bad. One is KPIs or key performance indicates, KPI. Now it's a little bit management speak. I don't particularly like that phrase. It's a bit cheesy, but you do need to do it. Whatever you want to call it is you've got to have KPIs. You need for each role, there needs to be a measurable something that you can look at and say, this is a, a reflection of how well you did or not, right? So with emails, it could be how many opens did it get? Ultimately, how much money did those emails make? Did we finish on the leaderboard? Did we win the contest? If we won the contest, your emails were awesome. Well done. Okay? If we didn't win the contest, there could have been other variables in there, but it gives you an indication, right? It's a key performance indicator. And you need those for each role so that you can know if they're doing a good job or not, or help them improve and give them tools to do that. We try and do whatever we can to help our staff grow. Like if they need books, if they need training, if they need software, if they need resources to become better at what they do, we pay for that because it's in our interests. It's in the business interests. Another one, which is obvious, but it doesn't always happen is pay on time. We always pay on the first of the month, even, and if it's on a weekend or we're away when we're doing payroll, we'll pay it early, right? Because we know how important it is to get that out on time. It's that level of trust. You were putting so many demands on people to fulfill projects on time and fulfill tasks on time. We've got to then walk the walk and pay people on time. So those are some of the things that we do in our business to provide incentives. Hey, Chaniacs, I'd be eternally grateful if you'd leave a review for me on this podcast. I don't put any ads or sponsorships on here, so when you leave a review, it helps get this free training into the hands of the entrepreneurs who really need it. It just takes a few clicks to do, and your review will make my day. And more importantly, it will create a ripple effect to help the fate and fortunes of countless entrepreneurs. Thank you.